You're listening to KYMN 95.1 FM, 1080 AM, and streaming online at KimRadio.net. It's time for the On Deck Sports Show, sponsored by Falk Financial Services. It's the show that covers America's pastime through the eyes of the people who love it the most. From journalists to broadcasters, and of course, the athletes that play the game, we will have all your bases covered. Here's your host, Colin Landsteiner. All right, folks, it's time for the On Deck Sports Show, sponsored by Falk Financial Services. we got a great show lined up for you guys today. We have Andy Kennedy from Channel 7 News in Omaha. He is going to talk about the College World Series next segment. But before that, A.J. Reister joins me in studio. And, A.J., we had kind of a great experience covering the Saints Spotlight game this week. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. My little brother was actually playing in that game with his 15-16-year team. Um, and it sounded like they had a lot of fun. It was kind of fun to see the Saints promotion team out there for my brother's baseball game. Yeah, and kind of what they did is they kind of did their fun antics that they normally would do, and they kind of go in these different communities and run them in between the innings. They bring an announcer, they set up their sound equipment, and it was it was a great experience. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, especially when uh, they brought out, they had um, some little kids go out on the field and help them out with some of their fun games that they like to do at Saints games. So it was, it, it was a great idea. I didn't even know that the Saints did these kind of things, so it was really cool that they came to Northfield and did it. AJ and I both head down to Seckler Park on Monday, it was, and uh, we talked to a whole cast and crew of characters from people involved in the NYBA and the Saints and just kind of talked about why Norfield? Why did they come to Norfield for this event? Mike Villafana is in charge of playing all of these. He kind of coordinates all of these events and just picks who's most interested. And we just ended up in Northfield because they hoped that... We might be able to bring the fun of the Saints here. So this is my first year of coordinating all of our spotlight games. Um, so I think I came in with a fresh mind of thinking what new communities could be hit, what communities are maybe untouched. Um, and Northfield, I thought, was one of them. Um, so obviously we're affiliated with the Twins now, so we've kind of talked with the Twins a little bit. And, and Northfield was something that hadn't hit been hit before so i thought it would be interesting and i i reached out to russ um who i think is the in-house coordinator down here and um they were interested so we're like hey let's do it so be really easy for us they uh have a great marketing crew um like we know kind of their their thing is just have fun yeah. uh they reached out and uh got an email and we answered it and i worked with a couple of great folks there who just i mean they kind of they were looking for a live body on our end, and I answered it, and they kind of guided us through the process and uh, made it real easy. We also spoke with multiple members of the Northfield Youth Baseball Association, including Russ Bauer, Daniel Hollerung, and Megan Craby, about how this event would benefit the culture of baseball right here in Northfield. Yeah, I think it'll bring a lot of good memories for kids and their families and everything to... I think we all have memories looking back at baseball, you know, the fun things you did, whether it was a Twins game or a St. Paul Saints game or a Knights game or a Dukes game, you know. it's uh, You think of those things and you remember those and you carry with them with, with you for your life and uh, this hopefully will be one of those events. It, it generates so much excitement among the little kids too, kids that don't even have games going on tonight or coming out here to watch and participate and yeah. families and it's just 
great to show off our town. We also talked to members of the Saints team, including David Kramer and Michael Villafana, and really about what the goal is for the Saints in this community engagement and how these Saints Spotlight Games can really help the community. Spotlight Games has been a tradition with the Saints for about as long as I can remember. Um, it's a great way to get in touch with the community, but more importantly for the community to get in touch with us. Uh, in so many ways, we want to make ourselves as available to them uh, with respect to getting input on what makes the Saints games better and also what makes community events like this so important and so impactful for everyone. Um, we're here in Northfield, which is almost an hour drive away from St. Paul. And even then, you have people that want to be so engaged and involved with the Saints. Uh, it just becomes so um, it becomes so impactful for us to get their input when even them, um, people so far away, are able to come together at CHS um, after a long drive and really enjoy baseball like we do here. It's really important to not only get out in the community, but also kind of keep the fun in baseball. And that's kind of our mission in these spotlight games is, is coming out here, doing our promotions, um, just kind of doing the introductions, bringing our entertainment team. Everything that we do at the Saints game, we want to bring to our youth games um, to be able to kind of keep that fun in baseball. Our motto here at the Saints is fun is good. Um, so that's super important, and, and that's why we like to try to hit as many different communities. And AJ, they had a lot of fun there at the Saints Spotlight game. This is a tradition they've been doing for many years, and kind of bringing these entertainment elements to these local games. And, uh, yeah, it was really a great experience out there at Seckler. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. The Saints had a lot of the fan favorite activities and personalities on display right here um, at Seckler in Northfield. And I know my little sister had a great time with it, with all of her friends and stuff. So, yeah, it was really awesome to see all those activities out there for them and all those personalities that you see at Saints games whenever you go there. You'll see a lot of things that you see at CHS Fields. That's something that we really pride ourselves on. We have a van chock full of fun things to do. Um, fan engagement is always our number one priority. When we come and bring our entertainment team, we have all, some of our, what we call entertainers, so people that kind of inter entertain people in the crowd. Um, we have some of them here tonight. We have Madonna, um, our mascot, who's here. So, And then when we do promotions on the field, um, I think that's that's probably the, the most special part, is is making an impact. So they're going to remember this game for the rest of their lives, um, and I think that's, that's important. Getting the fans immersed in the story of baseball. Our entertainment director, Josh Wills, biggest thing that he loves to say and loves to emphasize is outside the story of baseball, there is a story that we hope to create around the lines, uh, whether that be directly in the bleachers or along the outfield cut of the grass or right along the lines, um, whether it be a race or a relay or just some other competition for Saints merch. Um, there's always another story to be written. And they definitely did tell that story on Monday night. You know, in talking to David about how they put on these events, he really went into a topic that other minor league broadcasters have mentioned to us in the past here on the show is that the minor league staffs are kind of one big team. They often work on projects outside their field of expertise and they all got to work together to make all sorts of events happen from stuff involving the game to also community engagement projects like the Saints Spotlight Games. The small staff allows for everyone to dip their toes into a lot of different things, help out and extend a lot of different hands. You'll have people coming in today from sales and broadcasting 
and special events and other group outing bookings and corporate affairs. And at the end of the day, everyone is always moving, doing different things and lending hands where hands are needed. Um, it's so fluid and it becomes one of the more engaging summer gigs in the sports industry. Uh, this is no exception. Uh, community events like Spotlight Games are really telling of the cohesiveness that is the Saints staff. I mean, this is what kind of defines the off days, like I mentioned. This is what defines the away series and kind of the work that's done across the board. It's not confined to marketing or promotions. And along with having a lot of fun, the reason for having the Spotlight Game was to raise some money for some field improvements, including replacing the porta potties and even building a new baseball field right here at Seckler. Definitely a need here for improvements to the field, expansion to the field, but ultimately right now we're trying to get some infrastructure improved. Uh, we don't have the running water restrooms that we would love to have here at this complex. Um, it's something that the city wants to partner with our local association and be able to do that. So that's something we're going to start fundraising for and kick that off tonight. So there's going to be a lot of activity around that and we're going to pass the hat, so to speak, and hopefully people will be able to step up and start the contribution so we can get that to be a reality in 2022. For a while now, we We've wanted to have working bathrooms out at Seckler here because the porta potties are getting a little old um, to use. So we really want to uh, get some momentum behind this to get this project done. Uh, the city is, you know, working to update all the parks, and they have the riverfront enhancement plan, and that's great. Um, we feel that we can contribute to getting the bathrooms out here faster. So that is our goal. And after that, I think that the next goal after that would be to get a new full-size field out here too, a different one, so that we can complement the, the Merchants Bank field with another full-size field. Yeah, and the NYBA was able to get a good jump start on their fundraising, and Service Master by Iat was there to help with all the fun and games. They uh, passed a toilet around, collected all sorts of donations. Service Master also helped out by matching all the donations made on Monday. So, you know, thanks again to Beth Iat and the rest of that Service Master team for helping out with that event. And we also saw some great giveaways, like the NYBA giving out some Twins tickets in a raffle. And let's not forget about the game that happened that yeah, night. Right. Co Coach Ryan Malka and his team were coming off a big tournament victory, and they had a doubleheader that night against St. Thomas Academy. So it was a seven-team tournament, so it's kind of different. Mm -hmm. So you just played two games to get seeded. Um, so we won one and lost one that we shouldn't have lost, but um, seeded us third. So we played the rest of the tournament away, um, which was exciting. But um, we went there with nine guys and came home with the win somehow, so it was a fun tournament. And, of course, prior to the game, Ryan was kind of nervously intrigued by all the commotion the Saints were bringing to the ballpark for that 15 AAA uh, ball club when they were taking on St. Thomas. And, uh, you know, I, I think Ryan was excited, like I said, but, but nervous. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, feels kind of cool. Uh, I'm kind of nervous what they're going to do a little bit, not going to lie, because I know they do some crazy stuff. Uh, they'll probably keep it PG for youth, but <laughs> no, it's cool to have them down here, and um, we got a good team this year, so it's fun to have some support and hopefully lots of fans tonight. Um, you going to get out there in a sumo wrestle today? Going to get in a sumo suit? <laughs> I didn't know that was an option, but hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been kind of fun. 
<laughs> I think so. I think it would have been awesome to see Ryan get in a sumo suit and maybe take on one of his players. <laughs> maybe we'll have to get down to a Saints game and uh, get in the sumo wrestling suit and live broadcast it on KYMN or something. That would be that'd be some good stuff. But AJ, thanks again for helping me out this story. And again, we talked about the team. You know, the Northfield Raiders they win four to three and sixteen to five, sweeping St. Thomas Academy. Um, so overall, a great night of baseball at Seckler Park. I think so too. I think the the fans had a lot of fun with the Saints being there. And that first game where the Saints were there, it was a nail biter. It came down to the last inning. So yeah, it was a great night for Raider baseball. Thanks again to everybody at the NYBA and with the St. Paul Saints who helped us out here on this segment covering the Saints spotlight game. Um, more great baseball talk when we come back. We have Andy Kendi. From KETV, Channel 7, ABC in Omaha, we're going to talk about the College World Series coming up next. There is no sure out in baseball, a game rich with statistics and probabilities. The investment world is also filled with numbers with no sure outcomes. Falk Financial Services is an independent financial planning firm that utilizes Riskalyze, a Nobel Prize winning framework to help reduce fear and uncertainty by finding an advisory client's investment comfort zone. To learn more, call 507-645-2993 or visit us at falkfinancial.com. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Securities offered through First Heartland Capital, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through First Heartland Consultants. Falk Financial Services is not affiliated with First Heartland Capital. Welcome back to the On Deck Sports Show, sponsored by Falk Financial Services. Our guest is Andy Kendi from KETV Channel 7 in Omaha. And we're going to be talking about the College World Series today. And Andy, thanks for joining the program. No problem. Thanks for having me. And Andy, uh, before we get into talking about the College World Series, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, How did you end up pursuing a career in broadcasting and find yourself at KETV? Well, um... I uh, graduated from the University of Wisconsin way back in the dark ages, right when Barry Alvarez was, uh, his, his first year was the year I graduated college, so that tells you how old I am. But um, I uh, pursued the, the job. I always wanted to, to go into broadcasting and uh, started my career in Madison in, in my home college town and then uh, was there for about six, seven, eight years and then moved over to Milwaukee and uh, was there for 11 years where I covered the Packers and the Bucks and the Brewers and, and then... Um, and then I've been in, in Omaha now for uh, 11 years. My wife uh, is originally from Omaha, and, and so we made the jump back in 2010. So I got to see the transition for Nebraska moving from the Big 12 into the into the Big 10. And, you know, we've got to see the closing of Rosenblatt Stadium and now to the TD Ameritrade Park, where there's the home of the College World Series, uh, which is obviously one of the big events in Omaha every year. And you know what, Andy? Let's talk about College World Series going on right now. Uh, what does that mean for this community? Because I bet it's got to feel good to have it back this year after not having it last year due to COVID. Oh, no question. It is. Uh, it was. There's no question. There was such a void in the community last year, and that's what makes this year uh, super special. And, you know, it was funny because about a month ago, we were just expecting the stands to be half full, but they, the NCAA, along with Mecca, who runs the stadium, got together and decided that uh, the numbers were such where they could open it up for 100% capacity, which has been really a huge step towards normalcy back in 
in Nebraska. And it's really, um, I, I, I tell people it's like a, it's a celebration of baseball, but it's also a celebration of summer. And uh, thousands of people um, structure vacations around these two weeks. And, uh, you know, we have people from all over the country and not just the teams who are involved. We have people that come visit Omaha every year because they're just big baseball fans and they're big Omaha fans. It is a truly a downtown celebration, which pumps millions of dollars into the local economy. And, it, and it's great to have the thousands of people back. I mean, it averages almost 23,000 fans, at least this, this, this year it has so far. And, and we've had some pretty darn good games with uh, some, some star power. So it's been a great World Series so far. Hope it, hopefully, hopefully it finishes with a bang. Andy, you mentioned some star power, and looking at the teams and players that have been involved, which players have been the most exciting to cover this year? Well, it's been interesting. It's really been the year of the pitcher and the year of the strikeout. Um, you know, Vanderbilt, their, their one-two punch is uh, Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter. Both uh, pitchers are slated to be picked in the top ten, if not the top five in next month's Major League Baseball draft. Uh, but they're not the only ones. This Will Bednar uh, guy from Mississippi State, he was absolutely – dominant in his first start against texas a week ago uh he struck out 15 and mississippi state as a team struck out 21 batters which set an all-time cws record so um you know the games have been good they we've had a couple walk-offs we've had some 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 fantastic performances individually and collectively and um it's been a terrific World Series right now uh, this this time, this year, and I think it's happened at the right time because people are really we're jonesing for baseball around this, these parts. Again, we're talking to Andy Kendi from KETV Channel Seven in Omaha, talking about the College World Series. And Andy, here we're doing this interview pre-recorded. It's airing right now on Saturday, but. For us, it is Friday morning, and there is potentially some elimination games tonight, so things could change. But as of right now, Friday morning, who is your favorite to potentially win the College World Series? Well, I'm going to stick with my pre-tournament selection that was Vanderbilt. Now, Vanderbilt's playing NC State um, on one side of the bracket. Mississippi State is playing Texas on the other side of the bracket. NC State and Mississippi State are unbeaten, so they need to get beaten be twice for for Vanderbilt and Texas to move on but I'm going to still say Vanderbilt is, is my team um, they just have such dominant uh, starting pitching in terms of between Kumar Rocker and um, Jack Leiter uh, they're the two best pitchers in the tournament in my opinion and uh, and I don't you know, the, the key for Vanderbilt was the other night when they beat Stanford in walk-off fashion I mean, Vanderbilt was down to their last strike. They were down to their last strike in the ninth inning. Nobody on, and they produced a two-out, a two-strike rally to score two runs to move on. They're also the defending champion, so they've got guys who have been there before. Uh, they're defending champion. When I say that, they won the last tournament, which was in 2019. Tim Corbin is a fantastic head coach. I just like Vanderbilt. Um, uh, to move on and, and, and to defend their title. But, you know, don't sleep on um, Mississippi State. I think they've, they've played a they've, – they've had a fantastic run. Uh, Chris Lamonis, their their head coach, is a terrific head coach. They've got some some fantastic players on their team. And if, uh, if Bednar pitches like he did in the opening game, look out. And, Andy, lastly, of all your years covering the College World Series and other sports events, what are some of your favorite moments? 
Well, I'll keep to the College World Series. You know, it, it, Omaha is such a, a unique uh, market for sports. It's a really big – we love our big events here. So, you know, we, we just got done hosting the U.S. Olympic swim trials. That was two weeks ago. We uh, Omaha is also the host city for the U.S. Senior Golf Open. That's coming up in, in two weeks. Um, the Olympic swim trials have been here uh, four straight times, four straight Olympics, um, dating back uh, to 2008. So, um, uh, so that's just a, a sample of what uh, Omaha does. It, it's hosted NCAA tournaments, uh, basketball. It's just a terrific local sports town. And um, for the College World Series, we've had some terrific stars go through just in the last 10 years. Um, guys like Whit Merrifield, Dansby Swanson, Alex Bregman, you know Carson Fulmer, um, Garrett Cole. I mean, these are these are big time major league baseball names that people you know can 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 refer to. Uh, Bobby Dahlbeck, who who's now playing with the Red Sox. So it's cool to see these guys in the college element because, as you know, the college game is a little different than the pros. Um, there's just a different spirit surrounding the team, surrounding the individuals, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, you know, to, to, to be in the stands and watch a Jackie Bradley Jr. Uh, catch the final out for South Carolina as they won back-to-back championship, that's pretty cool to see. Um, and, and those are the memories that really stick with a lot of the, 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 the players, or a lot of the players uh, both on and off the field. When I talk players, I mean fans. Um, you know, fans can say, hey, I saw Pete Alonzo play for Florida when they were there, you know. Uh, so it, it's just stuff. It's just it's just um, uh, people who do this every year. It's a tradition in Omaha and uh, to watch great baseball, to have a good time and, and see really the stars of Major League Baseball of tomorrow today. Well, Andy, it's on the bucket list now. I got to make it down to Omaha someday and check out the College World Series. Well, absolutely. When you do, look me up. Well, uh, I'll take you out for a nice soda. <laughs> Sounds great, Andy. Andy Kendi of KETV in Omaha, Nebraska. Well, that's going to conclude a fantastic lineup of KYMN sports shows this morning. Uh, great work to A.J. Reister and Dirk Umbenhauer for hosting the Raider Wrap in the Super Saturday Sports Show earlier this morning. Again, thanks to A.J. Reister again and Russ, Daniel, and Megan from the NYBA. David and Mike from the St. Paul Saints, and of course, Andy Kendi of KETV. Lastly, my name is Colin Landsteiner, and this was the On Deck Sports Show, sponsored by Falk Financial Services. We'll be back next week at 2 p.m., and don't go anywhere, folks. The sports continue with the Minnesota Twins taking on the Cleveland Indians. First pitch at 110, and the Twins pregame is next on KYMN.